Hey guys, thanks for joining us at Northwood Young Adults. My name is Hunter and this is my wife Carly. Today we'll be sharing the story of Ruth with you from the book of Ruth. In the beginning of the book of Ruth, Naomi, her husband, and both of her sons leave their home in Bethlehem because of a famine and move to the country of Moab. The next series of events that we see are that her husband dies, her two sons get married, and then about 10 years later, both of her sons die. This leaves her with only Ruth and Orpah, her two daughters-in-law. She then hears that the famine has, been, has ended, so the three of them leave the country of Moab to return to her homeland. And on the way, Naomi tells both of them that they should go back to their mother's homes. And then in chapter 1, verse 14, we see that they wept together, and Orpah kissed mother-in-law goodbye, but Ruth clung tightly to Naomi. So I don't want to read all four chapters to you, so I'm just going to walk us through a few key verses that speak to Ruth, her character, and how God used her to redeem Naomi's story. In chapter 1, Naomi spends a lot of time convincing Ruth and Orpah to stay home. She says, go home, be with your families, move on. It was very compelling. Honestly, after reading it, I may have been convinced. Orpah was. But here is how Ruth responded. It says in Ruth chapter 1, verse 16, Ruth replied, Don't plead with me to abandon you or to return and not follow you. For wherever you go, I will go, and wherever you live, I will live. Your people will be my people, and your God will be my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord punish me and do so severely if anything but death separates you and me. We see from this verse that Ruth followed Naomi despite her wishes for her to go home, and she really pressed them both to return home. But Ruth chose to cling to her and refused to leave. She basically had a past to move on, and it may have been easier for her to go home and be with her family, but she chose to stay with Naomi. During this time, she showed immense respect and honor to her mother-in-law, who was grieving and processing everything that had taken place in her life. Plus, Naomi didn't even want Ruth to go with her. It even says that she didn't speak to Ruth uh, when she did decide to go, and that seems pretty rude. We see that not only was Ruth loyal, but she was patient with Naomi and her pain. Let's move on to chapter two. Here we see Naomi and Ruth are settled into their new town and Ruth knows she needs to find work to provide. She gets a job working in the fields of a wealthy landowner named Boaz. Boaz took notice of Ruth and inquired of her in a conversation with some of the other women tending the fields. Here's how the servant answered. She said, she came speaking about Ruth and has been on her feet since early morning, except that she rested a little in the shelter. I love that this shows that Ruth worked hard in the fields. She didn't complain. She wasn't lazy. She demonstrated incredible work ethic. I also love how she was a beacon of hope in a hopeless situation. Not only did she stay, but now she was providing for her and Naomi. Boaz and the other workers took notice of this. Now Boaz wants to meet this woman, so he goes to speak to Ruth himself. And as he approached her, it says in Ruth chapter 2, verse 10, that she fell face down and bowed to the ground and said to him, why have I found favor with you so that you notice me, although I am a foreigner? In this verse, she modeled humility by bowing at his feet, and she understood deliverance would be from another person. Let's see how Boaz responds. In verse 11, he says, Everything you have done for your mother-in-law since your husband's death has been fully reported to me. How you left your father and mother in native land and how you came to my people that you didn't even previously know. Ruth had a servant attitude, and this caught the attention of Boaz, the kinsman redeemer, as they call him. He noticed how she took care of her mother-in-law, how she left her native land and came to his people to serve his land. This type of attitude is what God rewards and blesses. 
As we move on to chapter three, Ruth goes to visit Boaz in the middle of the night to see how serious he was about the possibility of taking on the responsibility of her being his wife. In Ruth chapter three, verse 10, then he said, may the Lord bless you, my daughter. You have shown me more kindness now than before because you have not pursued younger men, whether, whether rich or poor. In the next verse, he says, now don't be afraid, my daughter. I will do whatever you say, since all the people in my town know that you are a woman of noble character. When Ruth went to inquire about Boaz taking the role of the family redeemer, she went to speak with him privately. Boaz sees this as another act of Ruth's faithfulness. Just as she had left her family in interest to be with Naomi, she was now laying down her own interests again to Naomi. His response to her in the above verses reinforces that the character she has shown and the way she has carried herself allows him to do whatever she says confidently. He trusted her and knew her heart and motives were pure. As I read through all of this in Ruth's character, it says that she was loyal, patient, a hard worker, faithful, a servant. The trials and experiences that we go through are what develop our character. How am I treating those around me? How am I working, whether it's literally at my job or at my house? Am I giving it 100%? How faithful am I with the small and the big things? How loyal am I to those God has given me? What are others noticing about me as I handle different situations? And how am I responding? The other part we see in Ruth's story is how God used her to redeem not only her story, but Naomi's. And here's a spoiler alert, so I apologize in advance. But Boaz and Ruth do get married and give birth to a son named Obed. We pick up towards the end in Ruth chapter 4, where the women of the town are gathered around Naomi, and this is what they had to say. Let's read in Ruth chapter 4, verse 34. The women said to Naomi, Blessed be the Lord who has not left you without a family redeemer today. May his name become well known in Israel. He will renew your life and sustain you in your old age. Indeed, your daughter-in-law, who loves you and is better to you than seven sons, has given birth to him. Ultimately, we see that God used Ruth and her obedience and character to then redeem Naomi's story. Although for 10 years in Moab, Ruth had been unable to bear a son, through the Lord's direct intervention, she immediately conceived and bore a son for Boaz. His name was Obed, which means servant of the Lord. The child became a comfort for Naomi in her old age, and he would be her family redeemer who would provide for her needs in her declining years. Although no one could bring back Naomi's husband or sons, she now had a daughter-in-law that, that was recognized as better to her than seven sons. Their story formed part of the bigger plan to provide the true redeemer, Christ Jesus, whom Israel needed. This story leaves me with some big questions to wrestle with. How is my character, and am I carrying myself in a way that others take notice in a good way? Who are the people around me that may be walking through a really hard season? Is it possible that I may be a vessel God is using to help redeem someone else's story? And one thing that I want to say with that that I was thinking of is when we were talking about how her story, how it developed, it was a developing story. But I think that it's important in our lives, too, to know that the things that we go through and the struggles that we have and all of our past, those are things that can develop us. But it's about our characteristics that we have that are godly mm -hmm. characteristics and that we're not defined by those things. Yeah. But they develop us as we allow God to work in our lives. So. Yeah, that's good. Okay. So let me pray for us. God, thank you, God, for this story, God, of Ruth, God. And thank you for the godly characteristics uh, that she displayed. God, and I just pray, God, that no matter what situation, what circumstance uh, that we find ourselves in, God, that we'll, we'll figure out a way, God, with, the, with your strength and your power, God, to be able to go through every one of those things, uh, displaying 
um, just a godly characteristic. And thank you, God, for the redemption uh, that we see in this story with Ruth, God. And we thank you, God, for the ultimate redemption that you sent uh, your son Jesus uh, for us. And pray, God, that with all of our heart, God, that, that we'll trust you and that we'll be obedient to everything that you have for us and all that you have in store for us, God. And we'll give it all back to you because you are worth it. And we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. At Northwood Young Adults, we believe in having open doors and open hearts. So I hope that when you tapped on this video, that you did so with an open heart because you have been prayed and prepared for. We want to point you to youngadults.guide for resources during this time and to our podcast, 20 for Your 20s. It's available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts with new episodes every Friday. We love you guys. Go change your world.